What's going on, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to another Review Point podcast coming to you from fanboysanonymous.com. I'm your host, as always, Tony Mango, and fittingly, my target to review for this edition is Marvel's Punisher Season 2, the latest in the Netflix series, maybe the last? I kind of don't remember if... uh, Jessica Jones is going to be continuing or something like that, but they just keep getting canceled left and right. So um, (laughs) maybe this is the last time we're going to talk about The Punisher. I don't know. If you are unaware of what the review point is, it's pretty simple. I'm just going to be breaking down my hits and misses, the things I like, the things I didn't like, my overall thoughts on season two. Normally, I like to do a spoiler-free review section beforehand and then get into spoilers. So I will kind of do that, but not as dedicated as I normally do. Uh, If you want to know some specific opinions about some different things, what I do with these Netflix shows is when I binge watch them, I actually go through and I just give you random ideas and thoughts that are going through my brain. So if you want to check out the stream of consciousness thing that I have up on fanboysanonymous.com, go ahead and check that out. Uh, But this is going to be kind of an overall perspective sort of thing. So uh, let's just get into this Um, with a little bit of a backstory of my thoughts on Punisher and everything else that's kind of led up to this point. A little refresher kind of thing. Punisher was a fantastic part of Daredevil Season 2. Punisher has always been one of my favorite Marvel characters to a certain extent. Uh, I say to a certain extent because I need to preface that a little bit as well by saying I've always liked the Punisher character, but I've never gotten into reading Punisher comics. I've seen all the Punisher movies. I had seen the original Dolph Lundgren one when I was a kid. The Thomas Jane one, of course, uh, I saw in theaters. I saw Punisher Warzone in theaters. I just, it's, you know, it's it's a character that I think has a really good, solid core to it. And sometimes it gets bogged down a little bit. And Sometimes it works better in different media, and there's a little bit of translation problems here and there, but it's also fundamentally just a really good concept, because you can't really get that much of, you can't stray too far from a good concept when the idea is, Guy's family gets killed and he goes on a revenge tour. That doesn't necessarily need to be that everybody who is tied to his family's murder are the people involved. And I think that this sometimes works better actually once you get past that point and then you start exploring the idea of Punisher being a guy who keeps the war going. He calls it a war. So that's another thing. It's kind of like, let's take Batman and make him a killer. And of course, Batman's my favorite character. So, you know, I gotta like Punisher. Um, so I was excited to see this season, but I wasn't as excited as I was when the first season of Punisher came out because Marvel and Netflix are not getting along together right now, and they have canceled Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, they're not doing another Defenders, and it seems like they're just going to cancel Punisher and Jessica Jones as well. So I already went into this expecting it's not going to go anywhere, and that really kind of killed some of my momentum for it because I like to start these at 3 a.m. EST because that's, I mean, I don't like to start it then. That's when they, uh, that's when they premiere. But usually what I try to do is as soon as it starts, I try to binge watch all 13 episodes of it. And then I try to put my review point up as soon as possible afterward. I didn't even bother watching this until, uh, what was it? It was like, the middle of the afternoon or the middle of the night on Saturday instead of 3 a.m. Friday morning. 
I waited over an entire day, and I watched about an episode and a half, and then I stopped and went to sleep, and then I started again and kind of picked up where I left off, watched a couple episodes, stopped, started, stopped, and I kept doing that. So that's why this is, you know, Tuesday morning on the 22nd when you're getting my review instead of getting it sometime, you know, a couple days sooner and everything. And another reason why that's the case is because these Netflix shows have a pacing problem. And I've mentioned this on every single review point that I've done. They don't need to be 13 episodes. Or if they are 13 episodes, by now, they should have learned their lesson. This should have been a scenario where they learned from Daredevil Season 2 that you're better off having two halves of a season than trying to merge everything together and make it one overarching story. This one, of course, fell victim to that as well. And from episode 5 until 11 or something, it just sort of seemed like you could have combined them into two episodes and it would have been so much more efficient and so much better. But I'm not going to get into the specifics about that. I'm going to do my overall breakdown here, spoiler free. This is a show that I feel you don't need to watch. Uh, I liked certain elements to this, but at the end of it, I kind of felt like it was sort of a waste. And after watching 13 hours worth of this material, I feel like I really only got enough material for maybe a Punisher film. Uh, They could have cut this down into a two and a half hour movie. And I think it would have been not only just streamlined in a much better fashion, but a little bit more digestible because we didn't need to get some repetitive details and we didn't need to get a whole bunch of scenes that were like, now these two people are going to argue about the same thing that they've been arguing about before and, you know, that kind of a thing. So pacing, 100% a miss. That really threw me off. And I really don't look at this as something that you need to see, especially because we know that it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, if you are a, pan- a fan of Punisher, then I would recommend checking it out, if not just for the Punisher moments of it, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm going to actually give it a full on miss or not, but I guess we'll wait until I keep talking and then maybe I'll make the decision. And anyway, Hashin, let's get into more of the spoiler details and actually like break down the characters and everything like that. So if you haven't seen it yet and you want to know, then, uh... By all means, go ahead and, you know, put this on mute or something like that until we get to the end. Uh, but here's my thoughts. Um, you know, I'll just go character by character. We'll do it that way. So in the first season, or technically, we got introduced to Frank Castle in Daredevil. And Daredevil established the first part of setting up this whole idea of he's trying to get revenge for the whole, you know, his family got killed and everything like that. So they already kind of did that, and you kind of keep repeating the same sort of thing, and it gets a little bit tiresome. But I did like how Frank was starting to move on at the beginning of the season, and he's got Beth, the bartender. I liked Beth. I didn't find Rex, the little kid, obnoxious like I tend to find a lot of little kids. So I liked the beginning of this, and I liked the idea of potentially him moving on. I'm disappointed that they didn't have him go back to Beth at the end. That was a miss in my mind. But John Bernthal is a great Frank Castle, and him as a Punisher is something that I think whoever the next Punisher is, they really need to study what he's done because he can really portray that damaged, 
I'm a good guy, but you can't possibly really like me type of thing. So Burnthal, major hit. Um, ben Barnes for Billy Russo. The Billy Russo character, um, I hate to say it, but he's a miss. Russo was not Jigsaw in my mind. And Jigsaw needed to be a little bit crazier. Jigsaw needed to be more messed up in its face. They really just, they copped out on that. That wasn't good. And this season felt like they kept him going and they were like, well, wouldn't it be interesting to do this whole like memory loss story? And then that'll be the end of it. Rather than actually wanting to have Billy Russo be Jigsaw. And that is just, you know, you already changed Billy Russo the first time around to make him somebody who was different from the comics. And now you just strung him along for the sake of stringing him along. And I guess maybe part of that is because they didn't feel like they had a strong enough villain with John Pilgrim, which John Pilgrim was a mix of a hit and a miss to me. He was a hit in the sense that it was interesting that you've got a character who's very religious and he's doing horrible things and he's got this different kind of code of ethics. I liked that, but they dropped his story halfway through the season. And then they just sort of said a couple episodes after that, you remember the John Pilgrim thing? We're going to bring him back. And that whole story of trying to track down the photos because the, um, the Schultzes, they they have a kid who's a senator and he's gay. Uh, it just was stupid to me because it kind of seemed like they were trying to make a point about like Republican side of things and about hyper-religious type people. And believe me, I will criticize both of those sides of things all the live long day. But... It also sort of seemed like they didn't want to fully commit to that, so they just kind of backpedaled, and then it just became hollow. And if they would have gone full-blown into it, like if they would have had all the followers for Pilgrim be religious zealots, and uh, the Schultzes be the main villains that are actually behind everything, in the sense that it's not just two or three scenes where they're just yakking on about nonsense bullshit, then I think I would have been more into this. Essentially... If they would have not had the Billy Russo story and they would have been able to build more on the Schultz story and incorporated a couple of different elements to that, then I think I might have liked it. You know, we incorporate the Russians in this and they didn't have the Russian. Why not have the Russian character? That would have been a perfect means to do that. Because maybe instead of doing dealing with the Billy side of things, maybe the Russians are that other secondary villain and then you've got that fight scene with the Russian and you've got some other types of characters here and there that I think would have been more interesting. So I think that that was a big miss on them. And I know that they just, they really like this whole idea that Jigsaw is the main Punisher villain and you wanted to make him the opposite side of the coin and all this, but they dropped the ball. So John Pilgrim, kind of a hit, kind of a miss. The Schultzes, those were a miss. Annette O'Toole and Corbin Burnson, you could have cast anybody in those roles. They didn't do anything special. Uh, I think that one of the characters that was an upgrade this time around to a certain extent was Curtis Hoyle. Jason R. Moore is a very sympathetic character. Uh, is very <laughs> He, as an actor, plays a very sympathetic character, and I liked Curtis. I was really trying to make sure that Curtis didn't die in this. Uh, so he was a hit. I kind of don't feel the same about Dina Madani. Uh, 
she as a character, I feel, let me put this, uh, another thing too. This is a miss on me. Why don't they have Martin soap? And if they would have wanted to incorporate, well, we want a female, uh, investigator and, you know, just to kind of make it so it's not just a whole bunch of guys and a big boys club. I think that they should have just called her Martina soap when they should have just kind of gender bended the character and all that. So Madani felt to me like she was just complaining the entire time. She was perpetually pissed about stuff. And when Frank is supposed to be perpetually pissed, then that just doesn't work out as a dynamic because when Dina isn't pissed and is trying to tell Frank that he's the one who's annoyed all the time, then she's hypocritical and not in a hypocritical way that you're like, oh, this is character growth. No, it's just sort of like, all right, you're only complaining about this because in this scene, Frank is the focus for being angry and then vice versa. So did not like Dina Madani in that role. I'm glad that they didn't kill her off. And I'm glad that she in some ways was able to help out with the plot when they would switch over to, you know, one of the subplots and stuff like following her perspective in tracking down some of the Billy Russo stuff made the Billy Russo stuff a little bit easier to digest, but I still think that that whole plot thing shouldn't have happened. So that really would have taken out Madani's point of view. And I think that is where a lot of these problems come in because I mentioned the Russo thing just didn't do it for me. I feel like the reason why they did that whole thing was partially because that's the story they wanted to tell about Madani. And this is not a Madani TV show. Sometimes I feel like movies and TV shows run into this problem. And the Netflix ones uh, in particular that were doing this, where they've got these supporting characters and they feel like we've got 13 episodes. We need to fill it with a bunch of crap. So how about what we do is we give each character their own subplot that's going to drag on for at least two episodes worth of material, even if it's not interesting. And on a show about The Punisher, I feel like we should have 13 episodes about The Punisher. And you can get character moments, of course, throughout this whole thing. You know, you can have an episode where a lot of the focus is on Curtis and his relationship with the other military people because those military people are involved in a lot of the elements that you can talk about, you know, PTSD, and you can talk about the brotherhood and following your comrades into what you assume is your own death. And, you know, you can get into that kind of thing. And then Curtis can be that type of person that represents how you can move on from that and how Frank can move on. You can focus on an episode of that, but we didn't need a full episode about his love life. And they didn't fully do that, which was good. And Madani is a supporting character. She is not, it's not, uh, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's not Punisher and Madani. So they shouldn't focus half of the season on her storyline. She's just a supporting character. Same thing for Amy Bendix. Rachel or Amy or Ashley or Stephanie or whatever she wants to call herself in this did not like that character at all. She took a bunch of episodes to get tolerable and then she just fucked off for a while because they had nothing for her to do, which goes to show lazy writing, poor writing, poor structuring, and poor pacing because all she did for about four episodes was sit in that mobile home and do nothing. And that's because they dropped the John Pilgrim story. So it proves even more the first half of this season should have been the John Pilgrim thing and then the second half 
should have been the Billy Russo thing. Billy should not have broken out of that prison or that prison that um, insane asylum until episode six, maybe even episode seven. And then they could have gone on and done something else like that. Or they could have just done the whole Russian thing and then we wouldn't have to deal with the Billy Russo thing. Anyway, you know, um, did not like Krista Dumont. She existed just to kind of fill time. I didn't feel any kind of connection to her. I didn't feel sorry for her at any point. I didn't feel compassion for when she fell. I didn't feel excited to see her pop up again since she lived. Just a waste of a character, I feel. I did like that they incorporated Marion back again. Uh, Rafi, eh, take or leave it. He was in one scene and it doesn't really matter. Brett, using Brett was fun. Uh, Turk popping up. That was another uh, hit. Karen was, uh, you know, I'll say Karen was a hit too. Karen wasn't really necessary. They could have pulled that from somebody else. You know, Curtis could have helped or whatever, but it was nice to see Karen. So that's cool. Um, I would have to say one of my big misses here, not a single showing for microchip. No battle van. That's another miss. He had a van, but it wasn't a battle van. He wasn't really Punisher in the suit for more than two episodes. I didn't like the ending at all. The ending was a big miss for me. It's just, oh, I'm going to gun down some people. Okay. Well, that's a matter. And I really just feel like this was kind of hollow. So, yeah. Uh, Music-wise, he had a lot of country music. I was, I'm not a fan of country music, so that sucked. <laughs> um... I didn't really like how they were referencing some characters that I just couldn't remember. You know, they would bring up Rollins and I, I couldn't remember Rollins at all because this is, if it would have been like a normal TV show where all of this happened a couple of months ago and it's a little bit easier to remember, then maybe that flow would have been a little bit better too. But because it isn't and Punisher season one came out like 2016 or 2017 or whatever it was, I lost track of some of those characters. So that is a downside to that too. And really, I don't know what else there is to say. I mean, I didn't really enjoy the the whole Schultz storyline. I didn't really enjoy the Billy Russo storyline. I wasn't really caring all that much about following Madani. I wasn't liking the Amy character. I liked the idea of the PTSD group of people in the military units that were just kind of snapped and then became like bank robbers. I liked that. And I liked, of course, John Bernthal as Punisher. And I liked Beth as a character. And I liked that they did have some fun moments here and there throughout. I don't really remember all that much of them, to be perfectly honest, because it is something that I was kind of just like binging and falling asleep every once in a while and then just kind of stopping and you know so that that kind of hurts and stuff too uh i want to check out lombardi's now that's a pizza place i want to check that out and i've actually been right around there before i didn't even know it so now i'm gonna have to go there uh oh you know what i actually i need to say about something that i really really liked i really liked the episode where they were inside of the um in the police station. It was episode three. I really liked Deputy Ogden. I really liked uh, Hardin. The the sheriff and Ogden in particular, those two characters, I really liked their use of those two guys. And that whole thing was kind of a better episode. I hated the 
uh, like whenever they did it at the beginning of this, they did this whole thing with insect noises in the background. Did not like that at all. Music and sound wise, that was one of my least favorite things that pissed me off so much. But outside of that part of that episode, all the stuff with the police station, I really liked that. I really liked Harden and Ogden. So if they would have continued on, that would have been great. Um, yeah, you know, I just, uh, I don't have a ton of positives to really break down. And there's too much of a stretch of the show that I felt like it was just bland and uninteresting and wasting time. So yeah, unfortunately I have to say that this is a miss. I don't want to because I like Punisher as a character and I think that this show has much more potential than what it's worth. And if they could have been able to pull this off a little bit better, I think that this, I think that this proves, let's put it this way. If you can do a tighter story, you could do a fantastic Punisher TV show, as long as you're able to keep it rated R and such, but they don't have the people writing it to do that. And that sucks. So once again, the Netflix formula of these 13 episodes and the pacing murdered this and Punisher should be murdering things in a different way, you know? So my biggest hit is probably still Burnthal as Frank Castle. And my biggest hit is definitely the pacing and just the idea in general of we're going to do a whole storyline about Madani's PTSD and we're going to do a whole storyline about Billy Russo and then we're just going to kill him. And we're going to do a whole storyline about John Pilgrim and it's not going to matter all that much for a couple episodes and just very hollow. So I want to know what you guys have to say about this. If you agree or you disagree, make sure you leave your comments below and keep the discussion going. Because if you disagree, I want to know why, what you liked about it that I didn't pick up on and you know, so on and so forth. Um, and if you agree with me, then we could just, you know, shoot the shit as far as uh, agreeing with that. But that is something to be aware of. Drop those comments below. Make sure you subscribe on the YouTube channel and ring the little bell for the notifications for what's coming up next because I don't really know what it is, but something's going to be coming up next, whether it's the Captain Marvel movie review or it's stuff about the Oscars or maybe I get a little bit of free time and I can just put something random up about some podcast on, I don't know, the Pokemon or something. <laughs> I don't know. So pay attention to that. Check out the Facebook and Twitter accounts. If you want to help show your support for Fanboys Anonymous, think about the Patreon. Throw a buck or whatever else you got my way. If you got 10 grand to spare, I'd love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, there's also the Tee Public and Redbubble shops for merchandise-type material and pretty much everything else that you got going on. If you go to fanboysanonymous.com, you'll find it out there. If you're interested in the other things that I'm working on, smartoutmoment.com and all the other happenings from a mango tree and outside material and stuff, just follow me on Facebook and Twitter. So that'll do me in. Adios, everybody. Thanks for checking this out. Thanks for all your support. And thanks for listening. I will see you next time. Time for me to geek out.